Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Hey everybody, welcome to The Scope. It's episode 315. Indeed. Not too long of a hiatus this time around. Uh, not a five-month break. Just, not you quite. know. We're doing all right. We're How back. long has it been? When was the last time we posted? I don't, don't even remember. Yeah, it's was probably. It, it was September, wasn't it? September. So, okay. I mean, not we're, we're in the zone. That's good. That's good. Not too bad. And it's a good thing that we are back because this is uh the very famous scope halloween episode i mean people are clamoring for it every year what sort of creepy pranks or spooky tricks will jared adam and shane do well we will find out a little bit later in the show but uh let's talk about i don't know i don't know do i want to go football or do i want to go halloween first jared i'll let you pick by the music that you play Jared picked that because he didn't have any Halloween music queued up. So it's football first. Um, Adam, let's look at the standings. Uh, earlier in the season, I felt like the Washington, Washington Durs were doing all right. But right now, no, they, I mean, not doing all right. Tell me, were, give me, give me, <laughs> they, the, give they, me the lowdown. They won a game against the um, Jaguars to start the season and they lost four in a row. And then now they beat, you know, the Bears and the Packers. So. Two hot teams uh-huh. They're coming for the NFC North. I, I guess so. Uh, they lost to the Lions in there. So mm. uh, we will have our traditional Scoper Bowl. Uh, yeah. You, soon, you bought ish, tickets. Maybe. You bought air flight, uh, airline tickets for us, right? And you bought tickets yeah, to yeah. the game. So yeah. we're going for, for all of this. Yep. Obviously. Yeah. You're so really generous. Um, yeah. They're, uh, you know, they're a bad team. Um, they traded for Carson Wentz, um, even though the Colts were going to cut him, uh, they traded for him and his $25 million contract for like a second and a third round pick. And, uh, you're saying the value wasn't there. Yeah, he was not, (laughs) he wasn't good. And then he got injured. Um, and then perennial, uh, commanders slash Washington football team backup Taylor Heineke, former Viking, um, came in and you know has played his usual kind of you know replacement level self and right. that has been that was okay against the bad packers team schizophrenic so, and then you're, you're saying he's not there's a reason he's not a starter turns out even though people on the internet love the guy uh there, there are probably probably real skill and talent related reasons why he is not a a starter he doesn't listen to the haters he only listens to the people that believe in him Hey, good for him. That's good. That's what you got to do. And uh, front office, back office, Washington Durs situation just as dicey and crazy. Uh, Dan Snyder could could be out. He could bring down other NFL owners with him. I mean, what is going on, Adam? Uh, just a bunch of rich white guys doing rich white guy stuff, I guess. Yeah. Like us three doing podcasts. <laughs> just like us. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Meanwhile, this equipment's not cheap, baby. It is not cheap. Meanwhile, in the NFC North, uh, Jared and I are cheering for the Minnesota Vikings, who are who find themselves in a five and one position, which seems crazy to me. Uh, Some say they're a top four team in the NFL. I, I don't see it, but um, as I told Jared earlier in the week, I mean, if you're five and one, you're five and one. Doesn't matter how you win those games, you are one of the best in the league until you prove yourself otherwise. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's only taken Mm -hmm. several weeks of the Packers losing games for, for the uh, sports press to finally start to sour on them a bit Yeah, for the longest time, even though the Vikings were winning and had defeated the Packers in week one, uh, all of the, the power rankings at the uh, end of the week were always like Packers were on top of the Vikings. Packers are on top of the Vikings. Didn't matter. They could do no wrong. They're just having a rough patch. They'll figure it out. Good coaches figure it out. Good teams figure it out. Well, guess what? They keep losing. Right. Are they going to figure it out? I don't know. It might be know. too late. Two more wins and the Vikings may just run away with the division. Right. And the Vikings, you know, have tallied up wins against mostly mediocre teams or teams that were missing star players. But they've, uh, they've, st- they've still won, Jared. Here's the thing about this year's NFL team, uh, NFL uh, season. Go ahead. Most of the teams are mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really most is of them are. There's like there's four teams with a winning record. Everything. Everyone else is 500 or below. Adam's team could come back and win the division. The, I mean, well, that's, a, the, that's the division with yeah. That, that's, the, the second, that's the that's one good division, right? The, the the second place five and one Giants, uh, the third place four and two Cowboys, and the first place six and zero oh, uh, Eagles. So, I think the the teams with tough good talent and coaching are in their appropriate spots. So, as we go along in this season, do you see anything changing for the Washington Commanders, Adam, or? is what we see now is what we're going to get six more games into the season. They will finish seven and 10, uh, you know, ish, which is a record that you have now with, with 17 games. Um, like they always do. And <laughs> Ron Rivera will, you know, keep his job because uh, they need some level of stability because they have a megalomaniac uh, crazy man. Uh, will he the be team? the owner of the team? Uh, yeah, of next course. Season, next yes. season. Yes. Can't get him out of there. You need 24 owners to kick him out. Like, that's going to happen. Not going to happen. And Jared, uh, Vikings are 5-1. and one. Your prediction in the next six games. Will we see them at 11-1? and 11-1. and one. You think they're going to win the next six I'm asking, games? I'm asking, are they going to sweep no. the next six? No, no. They've got to go through the Bills. They've got to go through... Are the Giants in the next six? Cowboys they're, are in they're there. They're coming up at some Patriots. point. Cowboys are definitely in there. Patriots are Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know about those Patriots. They're, they're, I mean, they're beatable at this point. Who yeah. knows which quarterback's going to play? Um, the Cowboys are a legitimate game to worry about. The Bills are a legitimate game to worry about. Uh, both, surprisingly, both the Giants and the Jets are games you got to worry about. That's crazy, um, Adam. I mean, I mean, weird... honestly, every ga- every game you got to worry about. But I think you know, some yeah. to a lesser extent. I think those are the four of the games that you have to really pay attention to. Final question about your Minnesota Vikings, Jared. Yeah. Um, are they going to be a team that figures things out and shows that the, show that they can play a complete game, or is it always going to be skin of the teeth type situation? No, I think I think they'll start to figure it out. I don't know if you'll ever see them to dominate a team and put them away in like the second quarter, like some some of the high power teams can. But uh, maybe this team just isn't built for that. Maybe the scheme isn't built for that. But they they whatever it is, they've figured out. Yeah how to win games they're like the defense is making plays late in the fourth quarter when it counts special teams is holding up and making good plays um 
offense can start strong and then falter for a while and then figure it out at the end of the game. So they're, they're, they're holding on. They're staying healthy, and they're, they're one of the healthiest teams in the league right now. They've, they've only had one starter miss a game for, with injuries. So um, that's key, too. So if they can hold that up. Doing something right in the training room. What yeah. we will see, we'll keep, we'll keep on this Viking story. We've got reporters in every stadium. They follow them around. Scope reporters, sure. they give us all their inside information, and we bring it back to our audience. So that is yeah. that's something we do for you. Okay, let's, let's swap uh, and flip ideas. Let's get into Halloween, because that's really what the Scope episode 315 is about. Uh, ah, yes! Coming up in the show, we've got a horror icon scope bracket you know we've done a lot of brackets that one's coming up but before we get into that i have one question for jared one question for adam what's the worst halloween costume you ever wore as a kid there has to be something that you look back at it now and you're like oh boy this was rough uh adam we'll go to you you mean worst as in like problematic in retrospect it could you can define worse worse as in problematic worse as in oh it is uh so flammable that uh, you can't get near a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, <laughs> tell me what, tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I, the only one I can think of, and it's like, it wasn't a bad costume. It just kind of uh, is cursed to me is one year I had a very low effort, uh, uh, Jason hockey mask. Right. And, uh, some older kids egged me and my friends. Uh, and I was probably like in third, <laughs> third, third grade. Uh, and there's in, in a car and they just threw eggs at us. And I got it right in the face. And I, I definitely started crying. Um, so that's that's the one that... Uh, that stings. Yeah, that one stings. Wow. Jared, uh, I know that uh, some holidays were forbidden for you. Was Halloween mm-hmm. something that you actually celebrated as a kid? Heck no. Oh, my. We didn't get Halloween. What are you talking about? That's the devil's playground. <laughs> what are you talking about? The, the worst costume I got to wear at Halloween was either the shame... Of not being able to participate in Halloween at school, or it was whatever the hell I wore to the Kingdom Hall for the J-Dubs, because we probably went to the Kingdom Hall on Halloween because the devils are out. We need some God in our lives. Does that- a little hyperbolic. I put on a little bit of a show, but honestly, I didn't really get Halloween costumes as a kid. Do you think that that is why in your later years, in your, your late teens, early 20s, you got so into cosplay and you were dressing up as Star Wars characters, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker? I, I don't know if, if it might have been a factor. I don't know. It could just been that I was going to a convention where a lot of people dressed as co- in costumes and it seemed fun. I don't know. It's definitely a factor in why I don't necessarily care about halloween now as an adult yeah uh, i know a lot of adults like to go to parties they like to you know give out candy for trick-or-treating blah 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 it's just i never i never had a fondness for it as a kid and so i never i don't care about it now jared pulls the shades down turns the lights off mm-hmm. and then he throws eggs at kids wearing jason masks oh it's <laughs> my favorite thing to do i bought the 18 pack this year just so i had an extra ammo i know you're, you know you get tired. that extra up exercise carton Two cartons was too much. I just want right. the 18. I don't need 24. Well, uh, my worst costume is Star Wars related. I think that it was 1982. And, you know, back in the 80s, they had those weird plastic costumes, you know, the plastic mask and like almost like the vinyl, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, so then I, I don't even remember the, the brand. Was it like Don Post or something like that? I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but sure. um, 
I was always a big Luke Skywalker guy, but they never really had those that that character you could pick. You'd either be like Darth Vader, or maybe a stormtrooper. Um, and my mom wouldn't didn't get me either of those. She got me an R two D two one. So if you could imagine like a semicircle <laughs> mask, right, like R two D two, but then you would think that the plastic body suit that would come with it would actually look like R two D 2s control panels. But no, it was like light gray with navy arms, and then it had like the Star Wars logo and R two D two there, so it looked nothing like R two D two. And I, and also to add uh, insult to injury, it was cold, and my mom made me wear like a big puffy red winter coat. So I wanted to show off this costume, and all you saw was I don't I don't even know like Missy Elliott type look with <laughs> with a half with a half moon barely recognizable r2d2 costume as i was trudging through four feet of snow wow it was did you ever rock. did you ever want one of those the, remember they had those big inflatable head ones i like had for a little I while i had one of those yes i wanted one of those yeah. so bad as a kid i was so little that even the inflatable head would like my head would tilt to the side because it was so heavy and i think that explains half of my neck injuries that i have today because i'm so weak so Legacy weak and pain. so fragile well, for anybody out there who's listening, want to share their worst Halloween costumes, Jared, what are they out to do? Um, call the voicemail line 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-2673. Or hit us up on Twitter at The Scope Show yeah. on Twitter. I'd Talk. say use the email, but our email might be broken at the moment. Uh-oh, you better fix that. And we, we also can I do don't it. think I can. I think, I think Adam has control of that, so I'll have to ping him on that one. Uh-oh, Adam. We need help. And a shout out to to Scope listener Dan Taylor, who may or may not be listening. I talk to him on Twitter all the time. He was at the Vikings game in London. Saw his first Vikings win, first Vikings game. So if he's got any comments on that experience that he wants to share with us, send something out. Let us know. I know he's particularly thrilled with all the kicking. He they love, like kicking. They love kicking they in the love UK. They love kicking over there. It's such a big <laughs> yeah. thing. UK kickers. Kick, kick, kick. kick. Well, as I teased earlier in the show, we have got another bracket. This time it's all about spooky horror movie icons, horror movie monsters. Uh, we'll get into details on that a little bit later. Uh, we've got Adam doing coming soon. We've got all the stuff from the scope that you would expect and want and desire. So let's take a quick break and we will, we will be back with more of episode 315 of your spooky Halloween scope right after this. Folks, you heard me bare my soul about how I didn't get a Halloween. And honestly, the only thing that can placate this this injury, this this deep, deep torment that I, I had as a child is if you were to support the show directly. And you can do that. You can do that real easily by going to patreon.com slash the scope show. You can pledge as little as $1 per episode. You can set a monthly cap. You can cancel anytime. I say these words because they're written in front of me here. I'm not 100% sure if those words were even accurate anymore. It's been a while since I've looked into what the terms and conditions are at Patreon. But trust me, it's very easy to sign up. Patreon.com slash The Scope Show. Your support means that we can build that time machine that we've been meaning to buy. And we can go back in time and we can rescue young me from the J-dubs and give him a proper Halloween just once in his life. So that he doesn't grow up to be the broken person you see before you. Patreon.com slash The Scope Show for more information.
This may have been the same song I used last year. I don't remember. Mm. Little free YouTube library trap beat for you for your Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're really loving this. And here we go. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 315 of The Scope. You can tell by that spooky, spooky rhythmic music. It is Halloween time, and Adam, Jared, and I all agree Halloween is the best, best holiday, right? Oh, yeah. The best. <laughs> People Jared are saying. A, we heard earlier, Jared, is a long story tradition with Halloween. I'm and, way into President's Day, though, now. No. You should see me. Oh, well, I mean, we'll be doing that show later. Don't you worry. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. Uh, so, gentlemen, we've done brackets on music, right? We've done brackets on toys. Last year, we did a bracket on Halloween candy. Controversial, by the way. I mean, a lot of my friends who listen to the show still bug me about it. I don't remember wow. who came up the winner, but I feel like it was Kit Kats, maybe? maybe I, Kit- I thought it was Bit of Honey, but I'm just bit, misremembering. <laughs> bit of Honey went out early, Jared. Okay. Uh, but we've never done a bracket on murderous maniacs until tonight. So in honor of the spookiest day of the <clears> year, <throat> your scope host will sift through 16 of the best horror movie icons and pick a singular winner. Let's begin, shall we? I've got the bracket right here. Jared has it printed out in front of him. Adam has it printed out in front of him. Um, I'm, I always ask this question as we start. Should I read out the entire listing or should we just go grouping by grouping? Adam, you're an expert on this. Tell me what to do. Um, I think you just do each pair. I take each pair. All right, so we'll start in the north bracket. That's what I'm calling it, the North Bracket. <laughs> okay. We've got a number one seed against a number four seed. We're talking number one, Fred Rick Krueger, also known as Freddy Krueger. He was the murderous, fire-burnt uh, school janitor that would kill people in their sleep. Right? I think that's what he was. Uh, many, many movies, many sequels. He's appeared in, he has had a TV show called Freddy's Nightmares in the late 80s. I mean, this guy was everywhere, played by Robert England. Uh, going up against a number four seed in this division, Reagan McNeil. Uh, you might know her from the creepy, possessed girl from the 1973 movie The Exorcist. If I'm betting money, I will say that Jared or Adam have not ever seen The Exorcist. Maybe both of them have never seen it. We'll find out. But, it, I mean, she is the embodiment of maybe the first mainstream classic horror movie that freaked people out and you know maybe besides psycho but modern horror movie so there's some play there so let's see what jared has to say about this matchup number one versus four which way is it going for you i think this is an easy pick i think you've got you've got a legacy player here you've got you've got a a player who who uh put a lot of blood sweat and tears out on the on the field and came out a winner almost every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think he I think that's not true, right? I think he lost every time. <laughs> yeah, I might be vamping a little bit. I don't know. I think it's an easy pick. I think I think uh, uh, I, I had to be reminded what a, who Reagan McNeil was. Once you said it, I jogged my memory. But uh, Freddy Krueger is the clear winner in this bracket. Clear, yeah. clear winner. Adam, we'll throw it over to you. Have you seen The Exorcist? Uh, yes, and you have to remember where I am from. And where that movie is uh, based, uh, there's a famous scene in Georgetown. Okay. Uh, you know, so. Yep, yep. The hazy fog. 
streets, uh-huh. street uh-huh. lights, you know. I'm painting a picture pretty much is what I'm yes. doing. Anyway, yes. go, go ahead. You've seen it. Talk to me. Yeah. Um, but Freddy Krueger's got like, you know, the, like the, the rhymes, you know, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> other ones, probably have a good rhyme. <laughs> you know those three, four, better lock your door. Fun um, fact. I've only ever seen uh, uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare of the series. It's the only one I've ever seen. Oh, the best one. Um, be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I if have I would seen agree The Exorcist, with, though. Don't know if I'd agree with that. Jared, you are a puzzle. You know, about, you know, I have gaps. You do. You know why? I've already talked about. We're talking about my gaps. Okay, um, I think what we, that that'll be. The, that's when we bring a, well, back the forgotten I, scope movies. Jared will be <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Mark it down. Go ahead, Adam. Sorry, I was just gonna say there's there, one of them. Which one? Uh, Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Yep. Uh, he's playing a uh, he's he's playing with a, like an Atari twenty six hundred controller, but ignore that. And he says, "Now I'm playing with power," and I think he's like controlling <laughs> one of the kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't in, know that, in a that's TV, like in a championship game. level stuff right there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that entertains me so far. The so is that your pick? Is Freddy your pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So this listen. is funniest, funniest uh, horror icons, right? Yeah, like I mean, he he's had some great movies. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I will tell you that I have very clear memories of watching a VHS copy of Never Elm Street at my cousin's house. You know, with the whole family, we rented it at the the local video store, and it scared me so much. Especially the scene with Freddie walking down the alley, scraping his claws with his extended arms which if you look at it now it looks like it looks like a, the survivor challenge where you have to take a, you have to take a key off a pole and to do that you have to tie together sticks you know like small sticks and so these arms are actually sagging and it's it's far from creepy but when you're 10 years old it is something else um and as adam said freddie is you didn't say this. I'm saying it. Freddie has maybe the best murder weapons, right? He's got those knife things going on right there, which also makes sparks. I mean, that's serious business. Uh, F- Freddie's uh, third movie was at the Dream Warriors. It was almost like the X-Men where the kids get superpowers in the dreams, Jared, to fight back against Freddie. Hell yeah. I mean, how do you top that? Um, I will say when it comes to The Exorcist, I have. I also remember... You know, being very young and my aunts explaining to me how scary this exorcist movie was. So if we were doing this in 1979, when I was just a couple years old and my aunts were committing child abuse by telling me about the exorcist, <laughs> uh, the exorcist would win. But Freddie's pedigree long, you know, he's got a so in the zeitgeist of horror movies that if you did not pick him to go on to the next round, you're insane. So Freddie at the number one, goes through without a problem. Same. All right. I'm Let's, looking at the, uh, just a sidebar, just I'm looking at the Nightmare on Elm Street film series and I'm realizing it, the first six movies they cranked out between 1984 and 1991. Yeah. No more than two years between any one film, often only a single year. Yeah. They I knew be- what they had and they they monetized it. I you know, believe the, whole, like, the turnaround was, between like, one and two was insanely fast, as I recall. Yeah. It was, that's the whole story between New Line, right? They're, it, they're like, tech, it's like, that is like technically the, uh, it's I don't know. It's the series that saved that uh, that company. Yeah, right. Uh, and then 
So you're saying because of Freddy Krueger, we got the Lord of the Rings trilogy. (laughs) Well, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, yeah. Absolutely, yep. Vanilla Ice's first movie appearance. Yes, first of many. First of many. Okay, let's go on to the next next one. I've listed here, we've got uh, Mm -hmm. number two seed, Pinhead. That's the pinheaded character. I don't, I've never, I've actually (laughs) never seen Hellraiser, but that is the main character. I mean, iconic look. Against, uh, according to how I have this written down, Chuck. <laughs> Just Chuck. Um, you know, the super nerd turns into a spy. <laughs> I actually think that that should be Chucky, the evil, Very frightening. the evil doll that comes to life and kills people. Uh, I, I interestingly enough, both of these characters now have new TV shows. There is a Chucky TV show, and there is a Hellraiser TV show that's I think starring a female Hellraiser. Um, I am going to I'm going to go at this one first because I don't really have a lot of skin in the game. No, no pun intended. But I feel like an evil doll coming to life, you know, a doll that's embodied with the spirit of a serial killer that looks a little bit like John Gruden, who has had his own issues. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that why they call him Chucky? That's yeah. why they call him Chucky. I he never like put that together. That's very oh funny. He, he, look, they look he does very look similar. like him. Um, yeah. And, you know, you'd think that a doll would be easy to take out, but no, no, this stupid doll it's small, just run through your legs and cut I, your nuts. Like it's it's like he's super fast. He's super strong. I don't get it. You know, Pinhead is all like this weird, like S&M demon thing that I don't even get. So I'm just saying Chucky for the win. We're going to send it over to Jared next. You give me you give me your take. I think this is closer than you might want to admit. I think most people would go reason with you like, yes, a doll came to life with a serial killer spirit or whatever. Is that I'm, I'm assuming that's the actual storyline. I of think Chucky. that's the I've never line. seen Child's Play. OK, <laughs> uh, but I, I actually had a visceral reaction to the pinhead character when I was younger. I never saw the movie, but the advertisements and I just like it just looked freaky because it's not only is this this character have pins coming out of its head, but they're like on like a perfect like orthogonal grid. And I just like something about that. It's just like the regularity of it sort of threw me. And so I'm for that reason, I'm going pinhead. All right. Perfectal, perfectly orthogonal Perfical. grid. Orthogonal, I think is the word. Orthogonal. Say, whatever. I'll say perfectal. Got that noted. So, Adam, you're already in a tie-breaking situation. Exciting. I'm going to ask you a question. Have you seen both of these movies or seen both of these characters in their movies at any point? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I've definitely seen more uh, Chucky movies. Uh, problem, no, I was going to say Problem Child. Uh, no, I, was, I, I was actually going to say that uh, Je- that uh, John Ritter was in this Chucky movies, but it wasn't John Ritter, right? Wasn't he in Problem Child? <laughs> Problem I Child, so, yeah. yes. So it's all um, it's all confused. But you have seen Child's Play. You have seen the Hellraiser. Uh huh. Do you have visceral um, visceral visceral reactions to either of them, or orthogonal reactions to any of them? Uh, so at first, I think I was just going to go with Chucky because he is like a more I don't know established character um i do like that he had a wife slash girlfriend and it was jennifer tilly in uh one of them the bride of Uh, that's kind of funny but i always did think it was really dumb that uh you know he could be strong right it's like i get that there's like i don't know some sort of uh hell power is is uh Mm -hmm. is shane hell power yeah 
Is Shane uh, frozen for you too? No, I'm I'm just sitting here listening. Oh yeah, he's 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 completely frozen. Okay, well, he'll come back. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I, Hellraiser definitely was scary to me as a kid. Uh, probably just because the word hell was in there. And, yeah. And I watched that 2020 where they did the exorcism and, and <laughs> demon stuff scared me. Um. But hell stuff is uh, I don't know, played out not not cool. Whereas a doll. That has superpowers. That's cool. So you're so is saying, that your fault? You're, you're going for checking? Well, I'm trying to like stretch uh, to see if Shane makes it back in time. Can you hear uh, me? I think I'll I go think, with. I think I'll go with Chucky though. I think Chucky got him. Chuck wins that round. Let's go on to the lower bracket on the north. Chuck. <laughs> um, we got a number one versus a number four. I think this is a, a slam dunk as it gets. Um, Halloween's Michael Myers, uh, currently in a movie called Halloween Ends. I don't even know if I love the name of that movie or not, but it's the end of the the most recent Halloween trilogy versus Stephen King's Cujo, the rabid St. Bernard dog that terrorizes a small family and traps them in a car. At least that's what it was in the movie. Um, I'll I'll kick this one off again. This is easy. This is Michael Myers with a bullet or in his case, a machete. Um <laughs> Uh, Cujo was just misunderstood. Had rabies, went crazy. It wasn't it wasn't an evil dog. It just its brain. It was brain was addled with disease. He he was a good dog to start, and look what happens. Cujo, you're out. Michael Myers, you're in. Jared, Adam, we'll go to you next. Come on, don't I, I don't just, surprise I can, me. I can just imagine the political hit piece. It's like Shane Palmershine loves rabies. Um, <laughs> Very pro rabies. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you know, I uh I agree with you. I don't know if you've seen uh, any of this most recent trilogy. Um I only watched the the Just first, the first one. one. Yeah. I liked it. That was, you know, like for rebooting a uh, otherwise kind of mundane um uh horror guy. Uh right. I don't really understand why he can do the things he does. Um Yeah, is know? he superhuman? Like, is he uh is he possessed is he's very what, angry that's all he's it is very angry. Like, he's he's sort of like chuck in the sense that he's got super super strength but he's a nor he's like a big man he's not a little man right yeah and you know like in superhero movies they like go through like a lot of pain to like just describe why someone gets superpowers and then in horror movies it's just like oh he's got superpowers right. and then uh, if maybe he can do something in one movie or one scene and then he can't do it in the next it's bizarre yeah. Uh, but yes, I'll go with um, Mike Myers. Anything to add, Jared? Are you going to surprise us? Or are you on the same page? Look, Cujo took advantage of some weakened opponents on its way to the tournament. Uh, but it's clearly outclassed now that it's here in the bracket. Mike Myers has had an outstanding season and uh, maybe faltered a little bit late in the game. But still, uh, it's first half of his season. You got to you gotta give him props. Undefeated in those rounds. And uh could be on his way to the title game. We'll see. But definitely Michael Myers in this way. Continuing that sports metaphor with with <laughs> panache and plum. Uh, Mike Myers wins in a sweep. Just trying to add a little color to the show, a little flavor. You're very good. Well, Jared, give a little flavor to this one. This, oh, here we go. this number two versus number three in this division is confusing to me. And we're going to bump into this later in the lower part of the bracket as well. We've got Pennywise. From the It movie, the It TV show, the It book, you take your pick of whichever Pennywise you want. I think that's fair. Tim Curry in the TV show or the more recent 
who played Pennywise in the movies? I don't remember. Jerry. Doesn't matter. Some guy. Doesn't matter. He was the guy from from uh, Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Matter. Yep. Versus the alien from the Alien movies. Now this is weird because I would cons- I wouldn't even consider that necessarily horror. It's more I mean, like science Shane, fiction. The first Alien is a horror movie. I think this is well established. Mm-hmm. That is a horror movie. That is yeah. not a sci-fi movie. I don't. I just don't know if that I would consider that to be a, a horror icon, but. Whatever you know, you guys can you guys can make your case either way. Jared, we'll start with you. This is actually a tough one. I think it they're, is a tough one. Closely matched. Um, I, I gotta. I think uh, for a little bit, nostalgia comes into play for me on this one mm-hmm. um, because I am a fan of the original Alien. I'm a fan of the Aliens sequel, and to some extent, I like the films that follow afterwards. I've never seen an It film. I've never read an It book. Um, I'm really not that familiar with Pennywise, um, so I'm going to let nostalgia carry me all the way through this match, and I'm going to take Alien. Number two ranking, Adam. Uh, I'm going to send it over to you since you're very strongly opinionated about the Alien. Rip, yeah, you know Ridley me. Scott. We've got James Cameron with two of the best alien films. Uh, and you clearly think that it's a, there's horror in this. So explain yourself, yeah. sir. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you, what's, a, what's the difference between the alien and uh, Jason Voorhees? You know, they're, they both are silent or not silent, uh, non-speaking things that just keep chasing someone. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like they, they are also chasing someone who's like, you can almost see their boobs, kind of, because you can kind of almost see Sigourney Weaver's boobs in in that first movie, because like that <laughs> '70s, early '80s weird uh, tank top style. Um, but to me, it's like creepiness uh, is is scarier than um, I don't know whatever you call like a, a Jason Voorhees or in this case an alien. Um, and as a kid, I was very scared of Pennywise. Um, mm-hmm. I think because like my mom described the the, the book to me, N- not the rape stuff probably. I hope, um, but <laughs> um, and then I I saw the first part of the TV miniseries with Tim Curry, and um, and then I, I don't know the the visual of you know the sewer grate and everything mm-hmm. just always uh, always yeah was scary to me. Um, now the most the new movies weren't great um but that's fine i don't need to include that nobody got time for that yeah so i'm gonna go i'd go with pennywise wow Wow. so adam makes me be the deciding vote well i want to be honest to start off i was all about pennywise i actually feel like there's not too many things creepier than clowns especially clowns with sharp teeth and and both and both the tv Pennywise and the movie Pennywise, they're certainly different types of clowns, but they're both really sort of creepy. The Tim Curry clown looks a lot like Bozo, which was you know the most famous clown at the time. Uh, and he was a nasty son of a bitch. Uh, the movie, the movie it clown Pennywise was, was, you know, did that weird dance and they did a lot of weird stuff with slow motion and sped up stuff. And, you know, they're killing kids from, from Stranger Things, it's all over the place. I mean, it's it was creepy. We loved it, and uh, it was a horror movie that we actually got to watch with Audrey, which puts a little bit of sentimentality in my heart. That being said, I, I'm sort of coming around to the idea that Alien, the Alien, the Xenomorph, 
was a horror icon, right? I mean, Adam just explained it right. He's chasing around ladies, eating them up, indestructible. Trying to eat them up, at least. Trying to eat them up, killing a lot of people, and it was scary. Definitely dudes. Definitely scary, that first movie. But I'm going to go back to my original thought, which is I like more of the human formed horror icons and Pennywise checks that box. Pennywise checks the box of the clown. So I think we've, we've got an upset with Pennywise, the clown making it on to the next round. Everybody Pennywise. It is number three. Our first upset. We love it. All right. We'll be back right after this quick word from Skittles. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Taste the rainbow, baby. Uh, We're moving on to the South division. Uh, Boy, there's some heavy hitters in here, but maybe arguably the heaviest hitter of them all, Jason, Friday the 13th, Voorhees at a number one seed against Candyman, uh, a uh, main character from a 1992 movie, which I will have full disclosure, I have never seen. And I don't know a lot about it other than I think there are bees and like a meat hook involved. Um, That's all you need to know. That's all I need to know. Tony Tony Todd is Candyman. Tony Todd, which everybody loves Tony Todd. But uh, if you don't pick Jason on this, I'm going first. You're wrong. Uh, Jason is my pick. Adam, what say you? Um, yeah, Candyman. Uh, it is kind of creepy because of the whole, uh, you know, say that it's it's like Bloody Mary, right? You say right. say his name three times, yeah. and then something bad happens. And I definitely remember when I was twelve, uh, my friends and I doing that in the bathroom and being scared. Um, but anything ever spooky happened when you did that, Adam, every time, like one of us would die. Oh, um, wow. That's why yeah. you're sort of a loner. Yeah. yeah. That's why he had to move out of, out of state. Yeah. He, um, never, he never talks about those people. Uh, but, uh, yes, I, I don't know how you could call Candyman a horror icon. Uh, cause I mean, until this year he was in, you know, one movie. Um, and I don't think I'd really think of him that often um whereas doesn't make jason, a jason's list? been to outer space guys so you know that alone right and we're not speaking of the quality of the friday the 13th movies i've watched parts of them recently just you know halloween and last year i bought the entire set because i got it for ten dollars or something and they're they're uh, certifiably pretty bad all the way around but jared does a bad yeah. movie preclude you from getting uh, a win and going into the next round you tell me it doesn't matter. I mean, I think the winner has already been chosen. Um, and Adam stole my reference to Jason going to space. So not much more to say. <laughs> Candyman was sort of part of that 90s uh, wave of trying to establish new uh, horror icons. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that really any of them have the longevity of any of the 70s or 80s icons. Um, uh, and for that reason, Jason is going to continue its Jason victory. Goes. He's going to well, go all the way through. We'll let you start off the next round because this is a really interesting matchup. Uh, it's it a is. two two versus three seed. Uh, both of these both of these movie characters are men, normal men. Their their only distinguishing factor is they're both crazy, and from time to time they like to kill. Uh, let's start with uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho film and his main character Norman Bates on the number two versus Jack Torrance from uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I think that's nineteen eighty. Um, another Stephen King book, 
um, spooky, spooky story about a family that goes to move into a, a secluded northern hotel and the father goes crazy and starts killing people and seeing ghosts and tries to kill his family. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. Here's Johnny line. <laughs> I've said it all. So, at Jared, we'll start with you since you got the the short end of the stick with Jason. Kick this off and tell us your thought process on who is the bigger bigger horror baddie in this grouping. This is an interesting matchup because these are mm-hmm. not your classic horror icons. There's no costumes. There's no uh, supernatural tricks going on here. These are just normal dudes who are crazy. Now some. Dudes are born crazy and some have crazy thrust upon them. So you've got Norman Bates probably reared, born crazy, reared crazy by his mom um, and forced to kill because of that. Uh, you've got Jack Torrance, who uh, unwittingly has craziness thrust upon him through circumstance and uh, this uh, creepy hotel that he's in. Um, I. Ooh, this is a tough choice, but I think I'm going to have to go with Jack Torrance. Oh, um, right. I just find. I find the events of The Shining just just much more. Uh, I don't know. They're they're scarier. They're a little bit more uh, 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 tangible to me. Maybe it's the just because uh, Psycho was you know what the fifties or early sixties. Um, it just I feel detached from that era. It doesn't feel as visceral to me. So going for Jack Torrance in this one. Okay, I'll jump in next. Um, Psycho, arguably the first mainstream horror film. People would gasp and faint when they would go see this film in the theaters. It was quite startling at the time. Um, that doesn't necessarily that doesn't really, uh, you know, clarify if Norman Bates is the the better baddie or not. But I think we have to acknowledge that historical relevance. Um, the Shining itself is a super famous film with a lot of insane scenes and and iconic moments. Uh, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the number two seed, Jared, and pick Norman Bates just because. We talk about these being horror movie icons, mm-hmm. and they're just regular men, but Jack was a wimp and died at the end of his movie. Norman Bates went on to do sequels and killed again, <laughs> so he has a higher body count. That's fair. It's a fair argument. He's tough. He did it. Yep. So uh, it's got to be Norman Bates for me. Adam, break that tie, mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I don't think either one of these is what I would call an icon, but... Jack Torrance has a uh, popular GIF that is used on the internet uh, when he's frozen, like you know this one. Um, so that's that's iconic to me. Um, I agree with Jared. I think we have the same kind of feeling about. Um, there's uh, like none of it to me. Horror movies don't ever feel like real, scary in a real way. But the idea of like a thing happening to you, right? He's, he's a normal dude. He's got a family. And then he gets, you know, this thing happens to him that he's not in control of. Um, and, you know, he becomes crazy. Uh, that seems scarier to me. So um, because of that, I, I'm going to pick Jack Torrance. Interesting. All right. So Jack Torrance, uh, Jack Nicholson beats out uh, Anthony Perkins in terms of the acting and uh, moves on. No, no, that's not, uh, it's uh, what's his name from Swingers was the uh, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Um, right. So far, so far, we have an interesting setup going here, gentlemen. We've got all number one and number three seeds advancing to the next round. Let's see if that continues in the last grouping of our South Division. Hey, Shane, um, you know what? That's it's one and three. 13 spooky Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. very spooky um 
I think it might. I think we're going to get one half of that right here. Uh, we've got Leatherface, uh, classic horror villain, horror icon, without a question. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus the lead character from the. I don't even just. I don't know when this movie came out. Was it two thousand or so? The no. Ring. I'm talking about Samara Morgan. You know that long-haired girl that climbs through the the TV oh, well. set when you play the video. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you start this one off. 2002 was when the ring came out. Adam, you start it. Well, I mean, if you didn't watch the original Korean one, um, it could do that as well. 1991. Um, I had to look up who, um, I have to look at her name again right now. Samara, Samara Morgan yeah. was, if you don't know um, the name, that tells you a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like, then you see her and you're like, oh, okay, right. That's, that is someone who yep. you remember um, right away. Um, I question the ranking of Leatherface here, um, but it's I'm still going to vote for Leatherface, a, uh, a series that I've seen two of the movies for. Um, and I, I know he's like, there's an iconic, like, you know, chainsaw, you know, yeah. this um, hey, you know what? Maybe chainsaws weren't scary until the chainsaw massacre. Maybe people just saw them as tools used to cut down a tree, and then he changed the way people look at chainsaws. So I'm going to go with that, um, and and because of that, I'm going to say um, Leatherface. Jared, do you agree with Adam? Look, uh, I'm going <laughs> to agree with Adam, but I'm not going to sit here and paint a picture like he's Tim the Tool Man Taylor. He's just coming out <laughs> giving you home improvement tips with his uh, chainsaw. Leatherface is iconic because he is like the original bad guy in a horror film with a mask and a weapon that would just terrorize you. Uh, he's like the the prototype that that all others come from. So you yeah. have to give respect to Leatherface. He predates Jason. He predates Freddy. He predates Michael Myers. Yeah, I guess he did. Uh, I, I'm looking at this up right now. He, I, I forgot that he cooks. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose eats uh, the people that he kills too. So that that's a, that adds you know something to this. Yeah, there's there's something about and I'm He's a handyman and a chef. I'm Jared, <laughs> Jared, I think we'll just we'll, we'll tag team this one because we both agree that Leatherface is is the winner in this. But the thing about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is is that if you look at Freddy and you look at even Jason or Michael Myers, there was like a weird, almost realism to that film that felt more, you know, steeped in, in something that could actually happen. That was the thing mm-hmm. about Leatherface. Uh, the other well, part the of the movie spent 16 bucks to make it. Right. I mean, so that's what you <laughs> had to do. The other films were a little bit more, there's some supernatural aspects to it that, didn't quite feel the same. And so you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you get a totally different feeling of horror than you would some of these other things. So I'm and, it's, and it's loosely based off of like Ed Gein too. Yeah, so it's no. like, it's ba- loosely based off of a real life person who did some of that stuff. Not the chainsaw uh, part, but the, the whole stripping skin off people and eating their bodies, that kind of stuff. Right. That, that actually happened. So, yeah. So, so speaking of uh, eating people, we've got another interesting battle here number two versus number three uh i teased that there was going to be more sci-fi horror well we've got it here with the predator uh from the arnold schwarzenegger movie the predator or or is it just predator and then it's just late just later on there was the predator which you and i saw which we did not like uh, versus 
Interesting. Anthony Hopkins portrayal of Hannibal Lecter. Well, the it's not it's it's Hannibal any the of the Hannibals, Hannibal. right? I think if you allow multiple Pennywise, you need to allow for multiple so, Hannibals. So, yeah, Hannibal yeah. Lecter's been portrayed by a number of different actors, but I mean the most well-known one is is Anthony Hopkins. So, yeah. th- I don't this is a tough battle. Um I will start this off. Uh I think that the Predator film is less a horror movie than the Alien film. It's it's you know scary. That's got some violence. Uh, it's got a great cast, but I feel like as as a pure horror icon, that Hannibal Lecter has to has to take this spot. Um, he's quoted to this day. Those movies are quoted. Uh, people to this day dress up like him. Uh, the Predator is a great sci-fi character a great sci-fi monster but i think for horror my money's on hannibal lecter adam what do you think um yes i don't find hannibal scary i guess horror doesn't necessarily mean it scary yeah um but that's kind of how i equate it um i think the mads milkinson uh milkinson <laughs> mickelson um milkinson um portrayal it, it was like the it also wasn't scary but like i don't know sexy creepy yeah yeah and like he was like tricky uh and how he worked with uh, will graham um compared to how hannibal worked with um whatever jody Fo- uh, uh uh yeah whatever jody foster's character's name was um i can't uh, Claire, Clarice. Clarice. Yeah. yeah obviously um but yeah i mean i i don't find predator scary either yeah to me i don't know why there's a difference to me between predator and, and alien i think it's just the movies were different like that was an mm-hmm. action movie yeah. um with you know a fantastical uh sort of bad guy um originally played by jean-claude van damme yes that's true um and then cut out of the movie and they, he didn't he wouldn't do the splits you know they asked do, him to do they wouldn't let him do uh as much karate as he wanted them to do and so they said see you later jerk uh-huh. that's a true story jared yeah that's right. shane approved <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, if it's true it's fantastic i just love to hear it <laughs> so um i liked prey the the recent Predator i didn't see movie. that i didn't see that yeah i liked it it's good it's fantastic shane um so uh you know uh on a sidebar um any movie that uh, a certain segment of the internet hates for outright for no reason you, and you know what segment that is uh it's probably a decent enough movie and that it's not no be- reason it's just some bullshit <laughs> reason <laughs> yeah. yeah um um uh, so anyway uh hey, make I, your I'm pick go, adam come on i'm gonna go with with, with hannibal all the right. cannibal, the mechanical lector. What are we doing here? <laughs> really? <laughs> We're sending Hannibal Lecter through? Wow. When you've got clearly <laughs> a creature that will can murder anything on sight, <laughs> just waiting. Disgusted with both of you. Well, if I would have known, I would have let you pick second, Jared. <laughs> I thought you would be with us 100% on this. No, I, I could not disagree more. Predator would have been my pick. It is my pick. It doesn't matter, but it is my pick. It I'm on the record. I don't think a horror icon should have a, uh, you know, like a, a canon 
I don't think either one of these should be here. <laughs> I can't at all. I don't think either one of these belong here, but we're stuck with the choices we have. They played the season. They made it into the tournament. We have to respect that. I I think Predator should have won, but he does have a creepy laugh, but it's just you know, a, a recording of someone else's. Right. So uh, Hannibal going on to the next round. That is another one versus three, 13. Unlucky number 13. This is exciting. Guys, I will be right back after this quick word from Bisquick. Mmm. Boy, I love those fresh baked biscuits. And you can also use them for pancakes. Uh, let's go and back. We're back up. with the second round of the tournament. Second round of the <laughs> tournament. Uh, we're going to go through a little bit faster because, hey, we know who we're talking about. Let's start with our number We've one. We've met the players. We're just going to see how it works out now. Number one seed, Freddy versus number three seed, Chucky. Killer doll versus guy with with metal fingernails on and a and a, a axe to grind against uh, all those darn kids and parents. Um, I'm picking Freddy number one. It's that easy, Adam. Yes, I, I'm going to go back to I really like Jennifer <laughs> okay. Tilly. So my my Jennifer Tilly uh, uh, predilection makes me want to just pick Chucky so I can keep on mentioning her throughout the rest of this tournament she's in the but, chucky tv show uh fantastic she's back i i thought that she had was a full-time poker player now but uh glad to know she's still acting um uh but yes you can't you, you no one in their right mind would pick chucky over freddy uh at this point so i'm gonna go with maybe maybe this chucky tv show uh really catapults his uh horror icon status up but uh, i doubt it because uh once again he is a child's uh doll uh so freddy krueger who goes into your dreams you can't do anything there um he's my friend jared uh does the fact that the fresh prince did a song about freddy impact your pick on this at all uh it definitely does factor into the equation but as you know number one on the board number one in my dreams freddy is my pick (laughs) freddy goes on uh next round michael myers versus any version of pennywise you want Jared started off. Oh, my God. What are we doing here? Pennywise <laughs> barely made it through the first round. You think he's going to hold on against a legend, Michael Myers? Now, Michael Myers has faltered at times, but he's been dead. He's come back. You can't stop him. Michael Myers in a in a landslide, in a rout. Uh, my favorite was the crossover with Mr. Wi- the Mr. Wizard's World. They had Halloween H2O, and they did a whole science episode of Michael Myers mixing chemicals. I pick Michael Myers as well. Adam, what are you? T- what what was this? Halloween H two O. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any any upsets in this round. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, "What did Don Summers have to do yeah. with the?" Uh... Okay. Um, that was the see. that was the turn of the the, the when they re- when they brought back Michael Myers, <laughs> and he died in that one too. He got his head chopped off. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here here's the thing. Okay. Most people agree spiders are scary. Pennywise has been a spider. Right. Michael Myers never been a spider before. Okay. True. So, and then what I'd do you still say? go with Michael Myers. Uh, nice. He's always on fire and still just killing yeah. people anyway. He doesn't seem to care. Uh, he's, he's got like, that, the whole William Shatner mask thing is kind of interesting. So I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with him. He's like Jaws the shark. And by the way, should Jaws the shark be in here, Jared? If you if you like all these other uh, sci-fi monsters, is Jaws the Shark a horror movie icon? 
<laughs> I love that you're you've given <laughs> you've named it Jaws the Shark. Jaws the Shark does not belong here. Um, Jaws the Shark belongs on this list way before <clears throat> Samara Morgan. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Next round. Uh, this is an easy one. The Shinings. Jack Torrance beats Jason easily because Jared says sometimes uh, when horror is thrust upon you. Madness. Madness. Madness is thrust upon you. Madness is thrust upon you. That's the scariest thing in the world. Are you really picking Jack over Jason? There is something about snowy isolation that scares me to pieces. The possibility of reality closing in on you. Uh, Hell, though, I'm not picking Jack. I'm picking Jason. What is going on right now? (laughs) I just wanted to make it, you know, because it's a a Stanley... Kubrick film. It's okay. thoughtful. It's yeah. it's scary. It's vi- it maybe the best visually, uh, per- best visual film of everything. I mean, it's something special. But I mean, Jason just chops him up and moves on to the next victim. Am I right? Hundred percent. What are Scatman we doing? Crothers doesn't stand a chance against him. I like I said. I think in this round there are no surprises. I think we know who's going to win. It's Jason. Well, I don't know. Adam, do you agree with Jason? Doesn't look at my research answer. here. He's looking at his um, Once again, Jason has been to outer space. Uh, Jack Torrance, as far as I know, well, he died, and we know he didn't go to outer space yeah, before he, that. He so. froze in a hedge maze. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with Jason again. Okay. I think Until- you're, all, you're thinking you're foolish now to not send the Predator through because Predator's been to space, too. That's you could true. have had a Predator versus Jason. Or, or Two alien. have gone to space. Who will come up victorious? Jared, we'll never different. know in that dream scenario. It, yep. Jer- I think there's a difference between going to space and being from space. <laughs> <laughs> I really like your. You made the music right stop. <laughs> Are you saying that he can't be from space, go to a planet, and then go back to space? That doesn't count. You have to originally. I mean, Jason is. Are you saying he's born in space? He's Earthborn. He might have been. We don't know. Have we well, ever been to the Predator planet? I don't know. It's Maybe like, would I say Shane, Shane has been to Minnesota, right? It's like, I mean, yes, but right. also I want to I want to just backtrack. His name is Bruce. His, his name I, is not Jaws the Shark. <laughs> I'm sticking with Jaws the Shark. I like that way better. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go on to, according to Adam, questionable horror icon Leatherface versus uh, any number of different Hannibal the... Animal, Garanimal, Lecter. Um, uh, Leatherface goes on against Jason, in my opinion. Easy. Leatherface doesn't worry about fava beans or cutting off a tiny piece of your brain and cooking it in a frying pan. He'll chop your whole head off and throw it in the Instant Pot and bam! You got a meal. You've got your, your butter chicken, but human head style, Jared. Leatherface wins. No. I think you've posed an interesting question. I think if you had, if we had sent, if Predator had come out of the first round and been facing off against Leatherface, Leatherface cruises through and is facing Jason in the next round. Hannibal presents an interesting matchup because you brought up the fact that people dress up as Hannibal for Halloween still. I don't see a lot of Leatherface costumes. I see one here and there. But I think you're definitely, if you were going to do a survey of college-age students and how they're dressing at their Halloween parties over the They'd years, say, I think you're going to see... Stop talking to me, you old creep. Yeah, yes. I'm dressing like but Doja the, Cat. But those that do accept 
the ten dollars I offer to answer my question. <laughs> I think you're gonna find more Hannibals than Leatherfaces. And does that does that mean that Hannibal should advance? I'll answer that. No. That's a tough question. I know you've already answered. <laughs> no, you've already answered. Absolutely not. I feel like it I feel like Leatherface, I give credit to Leatherface for kind of inventing the the masked weaponed horror icon space. Full credit for that. But I feel like in this day and age, I feel like Hannibal ekes out a win against Leatherface. Hmm. I think That's how I feel. I think you're bonkers, but That's how I feel. But Adam, guess what? It comes down to you. I mean, you've already questioned. Jared's I said right. there'd be no upsets. And I'm, right. I'm staring at a potential upset right here. I, 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 I stick with my previous statement about Leatherface. Doesn't even have a name. Um, it's Bruce. It's Steve His name is Bruce, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he does have a name. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Um, I think that... Um, he does have a name. I don't care about either one of these guys. Uh, <laughs> neither one's going to win the whole thing, so who cares? But, uh, you know, this is like one of those like Elite Eight rounds where you're like, well, sure, but they're going against Kansas or whatever next round, so they're going to lose. Um, uh, eh, whatever. Leatherface is, is the right pick here. That's more uh, iconic horror Right. Bad guy, aka uh, Bubba no Sawyer. No bracket buster. When's, There's no wait, bracket wait, wait, buster. When, when was the last Bubba uh, Sawyer? When, when was the last uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie? Well, there was like the redos probably yeah. within the last well, ten years. So, so, but but Hannibal's more prevalent in pop culture too. Mm. You've made your choice already. I've already written yeah. it down, so it okay, goes okay. it goes forward. So we've that's got. So his his uh, just as for the record, Leatherface's name was revealed to be Bubba Sawyer. It was changed to Thomas Brown Hewitt in the 2003 remake, and in Texas Chainsaw 3D, the character was renamed Jedediah Jed Sawyer. So he's had like, multiple names over the years. Sounds like he doesn't have a name. Right. And maybe maybe that Leatherface is a role that someone assumes. Mm. What do you think about that? Less scary. Less now scary. it's just now it's just a guy and not a single chupacabra in the bracket way too complicated well we've got four number ones going against each other i this could go a lot of different ways but we will start at the top in the north freddy krueger versus michael myers um i will start this off um i thought a lot about this gentleman i've told you my stories about freddy scaring me as a kid not being able to sleep after that movie thinking about those hands Thinking about Johnny Depp being sucked into a bed and blasted onto the ceiling in a geyser of blood worth uh, 55 vans full of Red Cross blood donations. And Michael Myers, who dresses up like William Shatner and uh, tries desperately to kill his sister for like 15 movies and never do it. (laughs) Michael Myers is a failure. And he's failing on this round for me. It's Freddy Krueger going on to the final round. Suck it, Michael Myers. Suck it, Halloween ends. Suck it, Rob Zombie remake of Halloween. Suck it all. Adam, your turn. Um, Okay, I'm doing a little bit of uh, on-the-fly research here, as far (laughs) as I can tell. 
Uh, Michael Myers never you certainly played. had no opportunity to do so until now. <laughs> never played a video. He's finally, game. Getting, he's finally getting educated on Michael Myers. <laughs> well, I'm trying to see if he's ever if he played like a Commodore 64 or something. You know, he's a little he predates uh, Freddy by a little bit, and as far as I can tell, he never never did. Um, and again, he doesn't have a cool theme song here. Uh, the no, next he, one in in Bye. Halloween in Halloween Seven, he picked up a Genesis controller and he says, <laughs> "Michael Myers does what Nintendo don't." That's what he said. <laughs> you know, if if Sega was going to pick a horror icon, it w- it wouldn't have been him though. No, it would have um, been it would have been Jason because of Splatterhouse. Ah, good point. Thank you. Uh, th- okay, this line I didn't remember, but it's five six. Grab your crucifix. Mm, I feel like that's a little. But so now are we implying that? Uh, uh, Freddy's like uh, a vampire. That's, that's a that's a no. little weird. Here's the thing, Adam. Yeah, f- since Freddy is like a weird, dreamy guy, all of like the the horror movie uh, tropes that we don't understand with Jason and we don't understand with Michael Myers being indestructible, it's different with Freddy because he is sort of a weird, mystical being. So those things work a little more, don't they? Yeah, sure. But hey, don't um, listen to me. There, you know what, uh, Shane, you, you brought up the, the familial connection, right, with mm-hmm. with Michael Myers, but that exists for Freddy too, right? Because he is originally going after the children of the townspeople that murdered him. Correct, yes, because um, he was a child killer or molester or something like yes, that, which is yes. not, not a great look, by the way. <laughs> right, in retrospect, uh, they should have made him into something else. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, so he, anyway, was a wo- <laughs> he was a woke <laughs> Starbucks employee. <laughs> I, I do like the the yeah, the idea of a politically correct uh, Freddy. Um, so anyway, uh, Freddy Krueger is is the right pick here. Jared, is that the way you would have gone? What are we even doing? Here? <laughs> you sound like Sleepy what Joe. What are we doing? I mean, come on. <laughs> We gotta do this. Fighting for the soul of America. Uh, I, I'm I, I'm clearly outvoted. But had my vote counted, I would have gone for Michael Myers. That's Tell insane. us why. Freddy Krueger started out strong and puttered his way to the end. It became a mockery of himself in the end, honestly. And and they tried to revive him. What? Freddy versus Jason? Get out of here. Well, hey. You're just previewing the next round, so yeah. Let's slow I guess down. I, am. The- I guess I am. Michael Myers has managed to have a legacy of films from 1978 up until the present day. This, t- you could probably walk into a theater right now and you could see his film, Michael Myers, on screen. Does that not count? Does legacy not count? Does longevity not count? Sure, there's been some peaks and valleys, granted, but <laughs> Michael Myers is still in the cinema today. Adam, can I ask How you? How do a qu- we not pick Michael Myers? Adam, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Has there ever been a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Freddy and movie? And another thing! <laughs> Has there ever been a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Freddy movie that didn't star Freddy Krueger? Like, was, he, was he in every single one of them? Um, are you... Okay, so in New Nightmare... He's in that too. He, he's in all of them. Guess what? Halloween 3? No Michael Myers. Oof. It was possessed... Halloween masks that they put on kids. Michael Myers can't even be in every single Halloween film, yeah. Jared. But I'm pretty sure the like, I'm pr- what, is it Wes Craven that's behind? Uh... I'm out. 
full outrage. Sorry. I'm just doing it for the show. <laughs> doing it for fun. Uh, John Carpenter. Uh, I'm pretty sure John Carpenter says that that uh, season of The Witch does not count. Uh, no, no, he produced it. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Shane's right. Uh, Jared's wrong. Adam's right. Yeah. Next round. Jason versus Leatherface. Uh, these two are interesting because they are both forces of nature. They both wear masks. They both wear masks. They're both killing machines. Um, And I'm just going to go... I'm going to start this off. I'm going to go with my gut. And if I were going... with your gut next show. And if I were going with my gut, uh, Leatherface would chop it out and then eat it. I think, from a purely scary standpoint, that Leatherface is the scarier villain because he is something that is closer to real life that if your car breaks down in the middle of Texas you could end up at this guy's house with his crazy family and on a meat hook just waiting to be eating so this is going to be my upset I'm saying Leatherface is the scarier villain Adam what do you say um I don't think anything is scary about Leatherface um Jason, <laughs> Jason teleports. You know, like you you run away from him and then you the space. You, we you get turn, it. You turn, <laughs> you turn the corner and he's then he's there, there again. Uh, you run fast and he walks slow and he still gets you. Leatherface yeah. doesn't need to teleport. He'll just cut through a wall to get to you. Um, that's true. Okay, okay. Has Leatherface ever up. been to hell? I mean, Jason got, has gone to hell. I mean, that is fair. In yeah. 1993. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that counts for something. Um, and once again, Jason's been to space. So my pick on this is going to be Jason. All right. So, Jared, it all comes down to you. Jason versus Leatherface. In the oh, battle wait a minute. Of- wait a minute. We didn't even Whoa. talk about Jason has taken a huge dump metropolis. <laughs> oh, we're not. We're not just- in America. And he took Manhattan. I mean, it was like him and then the gremlins yeah. the, the next year. Right. Um, and maybe the Muppets the year before. But from what I, think I understand, that- he was in Manhattan for like three minutes of that entire movie. He was barely. So in he, New you're York. saying he took Manhattan in three minutes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least Sign the at least the Muppets took Manhattan, and they they did it right. Jason couldn't even do that. Jared, back to you. Um, don't let Adam steal your thunder. For once, you get to make an important decision. Do you Is send? Me- do you send along the easy pick, Jason, or do you dig deep and pick the underdog? I think Leatherface is the underdog, and Adam can barely stay awake. He is <laughs> yawning. It's embarrassing over there. Mm. I got to say the temptation is there for life to imitate art. And that would be to send Jason into the finals. So you can have your Freddy versus Jason battle. The temptation is definitely there. However, Mm -hmm. I do see Shane's argument as well. Leatherface is the scarier in IRL. What does that mean? In real life. Ah, yes. Are the kids saying that? I know. I'm not saying that I'm not scared of a gentleman in a hockey mask and a machete. What about a uh, which can uh, teleport and visit space on a whim? What about a third grader in a hockey mask with egg all over his face? I mean, that's as frightening as it gets. He's at, <laughs> he's he, he's at he's at he's at Jimmy height. He's gonna he's gonna poke me right in the nards. <laughs> that's like Chucky in a Halloween mask. Pretty much. 
Go ahead. But we're not talking about this mythical uh, third grade Jason who's been egged and 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 shamed in front of his peers. No, and, cr- and he definitely cried. That's what third graders do. What do you want? He's gonna cry. He's an emotional being. He lives in the world. He has thoughts and feelings too. Unlike the unfeeling Jason, who will just murder children at a sleepaway camp for no. Well, that's a different film. At a summer camp, I don't even really know what the Friday the Thirteenth films are about. His mom, I think, did something too. Camp Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake. There you go. You did go to space though. <laughs> All right, I'm dragging it out too long. I uh, I'm going to avoid the temptation. I'm going to say Leatherface. I just think he's the again the prototype of the genre. I got to send him through on that. Adam, your fi- your feelings. Hmm. Your feelings. Oh, we we care about feelings now. That we made fun of, <laughs> of, of of you know me being vulnerable. No, I'm done. Wow. Well, now it really all comes down to this. Uh, two number ones. You've got, uh, I would say, maybe the, the one of the most iconic dream war dream villains of all time. Maybe the only one, Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. The he had a TV show. He had movies against Leatherface, based on a real real guy. Chases people with chainsaws. It is something else here. I don't even know what to say. Jared, uh, you sealed the deal with Leatherface last time. I'm going to let you pick first. Are you going with Leatherface in the final round? I can't even believe that you might even do something so crazy. I don't believe it. Uh, This is an easy pick, honestly. (laughs) I think uh, Freddy Krueger, as I said before, number one on the board, number one in my dreams. He sails to an easy victory over Leatherface. Leatherface, we respect you. We honor what you've brought to the genre but your vision was perfected in one Frederick James Kruger. Mm-hmm. Uh, who sang the song Dream Warriors from the Dream Warriors movie? Mm. What heavy metal band? Do you know, Jared? No. Adam, do you know? No. The answer <laughs> is Dokken. Wow. There you go. Dokken. Adam, you're, yep. you heard Jared's pick. He picked Freddy. You you are steaming mad about Leatherface. There's no question. You demand that Jason would be here. By the way, if Jason were here against Freddy, who would you pick, Adam? I mean, I'd go to the videotape mm-hmm. uh, and and watch Freddy versus Jason and see who won that that classic battle. And that tells uh, you the it, story. And that would tell me the story. But um, we, we don't. That have was that so close. <laughs> His name is actually Frederick Charles Kruger. Oh, I was so <laughs> close in guessing his full name. Sorry. Angela, um, I'll have you sleeping on the couch for that mistake. I, uh, yes, it's uh, so I have to pick one of these guys. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, in in um, one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, uh, when one of the girls is on the phone calling the police, maybe um, Freddie. Uh, Freddie's mouth, uh, the receiver of the phone becomes Freddie's mouth and he like tries to kiss her. You know, he's like, ah, um, that's scary. Classic. <laughs> I don't like that so, either. Yeah. So that's, that's going to uh, be what puts uh, Freddie over the top for me as, uh, as the, what, what's this? Biggest horror icon. Um, biggest horror icon. So Freddie Krueger wins. And just for the record, give me some applause. Here, Get with it. 
I I pick Freddie to win here as well. Um, if Freddie goes against Jason, I still think I pick Freddie. But I mean, that is the match. But I do feel like in the movie that does Jason win that match? I don't. I honestly don't remember. But um, I'm also not a big uh, fan of this genre, so I don't even know why the hell we even did this. Freddie Freddie infiltrates Dr- Jason's dreams and recruits him to make the children of Elm Street fear him again in order to regain his power. But Jason keeps killing the victims before Freddy can get to them. What a jerk. That Leading probably to one pisses pissed off Freddy Krueger. off. Oh, yeah. Uh, they fight. One loses. They fight again. The other one loses. Most importantly, they fight. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's a, it's a draw in the end. It's a draw. Nobody, nobody gets out of there. It's true champion. But in our poll, in our bracket, they do... Frederick Krueger wins. Spooky days. Spooky days. Jared, let's take a break. We'll be back with more scope and Adam's anger, angrily presented coming soon. Right after this. There's more of the scope Dead ahead. Under the scope. We are under the scope, and Adam is bringing coming soon to you. Hit it. All right, Adam. Will you even participate after your devastating uh, rejection (laughs) in the last segment? I don't. I do not know. Um, I don't think it's, I mean, I think we all agreed and I'm happy for it. Um, None of it really see. matters. Yeah. It's just it, fun to discuss. Exactly right. Nothing matters. About to give the Republicans uh, one or two houses in the government. Nothing matters anymore. Doesn't matter. Um, Doesn't happen yet. <laughs> let's see. Uh, movies coming soon. We've got uh, this Netflix movie that I don't know anything about, but it, uh, Henry Cavill and Millie Bobby Brown are in it. Uh, mm-hmm. And Helena Bonham Carter. Holmes 2, right? Yes. I don't know what Enola Holmes 1 or 2 is, but that exists. So um, the, first one, the first one was fairly popular. I got through about half of it and said, eh, this isn't for me. Uh, this is how but, I, I mean, feel about most Netflix movies, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the big thing this week, uh, the week of November fourth, uh, is weird: colon the Al Yankovic story um, coming to the Roku channel. Um, mm, power so I don't know how streaming service. Yes, <laughs> I don't know why that was the pick. I feel like it could have been elsewhere, but maybe that's the place there they gave um, uh, weird Albert Yankovic the most uh, creative control to do whatever. So, Early reviews have been phenomenal. Yes, I'm. I'm excited Phenomenal. about that movie. I'm so excited for this movie. Um, what else? Uh, so Black Panther comes out next week. Um, Wakanda Forever. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Yes, the first on-screen appearance of Ironheart. Right. We have we have uh, that new Marvel uh, 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 teenage hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Uh, what else? There's a Steven Spielberg uh, movie. It's maybe going into limited release this week. The Fablemans. That's getting great reviews. Uh, that's sort of an autobiography yes. of his uh, growing up. Yes. Um, so I think that's the most most of the. F- oh right, there is this um, 
Paradise City um, is a movie starring John Travolta and Bruce Willis. Um, oh, my. Yes, right? Uh, I think it is technically not hit, not um, Bruce Willis's final movie. It is one of the last movies before he retired. Um I really like this quote. So the, the, the premise is Ryan Swan must carve his way through the Hawaiian crime world to wreak vengeance on the kingpin who murdered his father. Um, and I, I was just like, I wonder if this is just a movie filmed in Hawaii for you know people to be like, hey, let's go to Hawaii for a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, sure enough, filming began in May 17th, 2021 in Maui uh, and wrapped up three weeks later. And I just like this quote from this Maui County Film Commissioner. They said, usually a big action movie, like Paradise City, takes three months of prep. They did it in two. Uh, there were some <laughs> restrictions on this one because of the short notice where they could not film exactly where they wanted to uh, or do what they wanted to do. So they were constantly rewriting the script. Like, I mean, you're not going into this movie expecting it to be good, but I just <laughs> I just like the this weird shade that the Maui County Film Commissioner, Tracy Bennett, is uh, is throwing on it. Um, music. Now, guys, this list is too long. Uh, so I'm just going to go through a few uh, highlights for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got an album from Phoenix from PJ Harvey. Uh, that's the P's. So I'm done with those. Um, <laughs> Alicia Keys. <laughs> uh, uh, there are a couple. Interesting. You chose to start with the P's. Yeah, I, that's where my my uh, whatever my cell was highlighted in Excel. Okay. Uh, there for some reason. Uh, Bruce Springsteen has an album coming out. Uh, Fits in the Tantrums. Heard of them before. Uh, not Nas has an album coming out. Uh, Run nah. the Jewels has an album coming out. Jeez. Um, and Smashing Pumpkins have an album coming out. I would not recommend uh, based on the last you know ten or so of Smashing Pumpkins albums, but there you go. Um, and finally, we have video games. Mm, now yes. it's November, so video games are coming out. Um, specifically, God of War Ragnarok is coming out. If you have a Sony uh, console, which I do now, there you go. I you have can a play. PS5. Congratulations! How'd you get yours? Uh, Shane sent me a link that I and, and I got it through directly from Sony. I got nice. in, got into into the queue and I got a spot and I had to I had to buy the one with. Uh, Horizon Dawn or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. I'll play that game eventually. Um, so that's the big one. Um, there's also like Tactics Ogre Reborn. A lot of people were like really into these Tactics games in the uh, Super Nintendo uh, era. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like a remake of that coming out. Um, last week, based on when we were uh, releasing this, Modern Warfare 2 came out. Um, Modern Warfare 2 again because this is you know the second Modern Warfare 2 um, Goat Simulator 3 comes out next week uh, if you have been into the Goat Simulator games uh, of which there's only been one they just skipped two hmm. um, strange it's the, they're funny you know right. this is them they're, they're funny uh, yeah so that's 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 it for there's a long list of like other niche games um but they all have funny names like uh yves three no yves eight 
lacrimonious of, uh, of the Donna. So those are the know. only things you should be reading when it comes to video games. Remember <laughs> <laughs> just the most complicated titles, yeah. the ones the hardest to pronounce. Yeah. So, oh yeah, that's right. There's a Sonic the Hedgehog game uh, I, I should mention coming out called Sonic Frontiers that was getting really bad uh, mm-hmm. early previews. Um, like all 3D Sonic games should. Yeah, so. they never can figure that out. No. Well, Adam, thank you very much for your coming soon. Uh, Jared, let's wrap this up and uh, close down the shop. Close down the shop. Close it down, baby. Under the scope. All right, Jayhawk. Just let just let it wind up. <sighs> Welcome to the end of the program, folks. Where we, as Shane says, close down the shop. That means everything's got to go. Everything's we're closing it down. We're in liquidations. The fixtures got to go. All of the odds and ends got to go. That that one. Uh, uh, style of the outfit that nobody could fit into for whatever reason it's there it's ultra clearance come and get it it's probably your size Pick you it want it you want any details on what we're where the fire sales happening now email us at the comments at the scope just comments the scope show.com why did i put a dar- why did i put an article in front of it because you're thinking um, about the predator i think i think uh we'll have adam check and see why our web host has decided that it's no longer going to forward emails to us weird i don't know why that's happening but we'll get we'll get that looked into comments at the scope show.com is the email the voicemail line 612-21-SCOPE that is 612-217-2673 call it up you'll get greeted by tony partington our announcer and uh you can leave a message for us and we may play it on the show if it's interesting if it's interesting tell us what you think about this uh halloween icon scary icon bracket did we blow it completely did we get it exactly right those are two choices right there's no in between and what's the worst Halloween costume you ever wore as a child? Just to do a little yeah. callback from the beginning of the show. Were you utterly, you. Did you have a devastating childhood like me, or did you have a great one? Hey. Were you, uh, did you get out every costume you wanted? And they were all perfect. Mm. Maybe that's you. And you want to tell us about it. 612-21-SCOPE. <laughs> uh, we we're also on Facebook and on Twitter. Those links are at our website at thescopeshow.com. Or if you'd like to watch the show... You can get, check us out at youtube.com slash the scope show, or it might be because they're rolling out this thing called handles now. I don't know. I think it might be youtube.com slash at the scope show at some point. I don't really know how that works. Hasn't been decided for us yet. You know, one thing about uh, Twitter, Jared, is that the for whatever reason, we kept I kept seeing like crazy right wing crap in our Twitter feed on scope. So I keep blocking that stuff. OK, weird. That does not represent what we think, by the way. Well, it's not. Everyone's feed is different, so. Oh, well, I don't know why. I don't know why that stuff is showing up, but because uh, Twitter is a hellhole where that kind of stuff bubbles to the top, and Twitter the algorithm thinks everyone should see it and, and get radicalized. Mm, that's just that. how Twitter is. That it, it's just, it. That's just the thing, Shane. Uh, oh, anyway, okay. if you want to, okay. if you want, yeah, if you want to support the show directly, you can Patreon at patreon.com slash the scope show that's where you can support us directly monetarily if you want to i don't know maybe support us can't really say for sure if that's how it works uh you can shop at amazon holidays are coming up holidays are you're gonna shop at amazon you know you are i know you have moral reservations about what they do and how they treat their employees but everyone wants to watch the good shows they have everyone wants to have two-day shipping that ships three days out and might get there in a week Whatever. Thescopeshow.com slash Amazon is a link you can click on and uh, 
Who knows what'll happen? You know, I, you know how I use it all the time. I use you it know all how the these time. things work. Mm-hmm. We get a few bucks to pay for the web host that decides not to forward us emails. That's how that works. That's uh, a <laughs> back to you, Shane. Wow, Jared leaves on a high note, does he not? He's chugging water. Let's wrap this thing up, Jared Adam. Great show to our fans and listeners. Happy Halloween, and we will be back in two weeks with a tasty treat. So until then, bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment, and Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then... Send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying sayonara. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. We just got canceled.